for this game, I expect it to be uh, a game with a lot of goals. I'm going to say it's 4-1. Um, Fernando Adi will score, but then for us, Jordan Morris will score two. <laughs> Welcome into a new episode of Scarves Up. I'm your host, Nathaniel A. Moodis. Beautiful day here in Seattle. Reviewing Sounders versus FC Cincinnati. What you just heard was my prediction last week. Well, actually, it was two weeks ago. It was before uh, the Sounders played Club Nationale. And uh, they had one more friendly in between then. But, uh, and that was the only friendly that they didn't lose, but preseason doesn't matter at all. Uh, but I made the prediction. I said that it was going to be 4-1. Sounders were going to win. Jordan Morris was going to score two goals. It's interesting because a lot of people are still saying, well, at least I believe, it's very unclear if Jordan Morris's first goal is his, could go an own goal, just the angle and the curve of the ball is really hard to tell, really hard for me to make a decision there. But joining me on the show today is Kip Wasink. Uh, he's had season tickets for a long time um, to the Sounders. Uh, let's bring him in now. How are you doing, it, Kip? Welcome to the show, Kip Wasink. You've had season tickets for a long time. You have seen uh, the Sounders start off slow uh, in the past. Last time we had a good start was 2014, which I have said many times on this show uh, was our best season. How are you feeling about the Sounders' start to this year? I think it was a good start. It was uh, it was good to always good to start with a win. Uh, Nice to see a, a new team see their first game. Uh, I think it was it was great to see Jordan Morris perform well, coming off of an injury. You never know how how that first game back is going to be, and he seemed to work well with the team. He still got his speed. He wasn't he didn't appear to be hesitant or uh, reluctant uh, with the injury. Seems like he's strong. Um, <clears throat> definitely, kind of a hole at this point for me personally, with without having Alonso there because he's been with the team for so long and kind of been the core of the team. Uh, but yeah, it was a good. It's good to start with a win. It was fun. Uh, now, uh, this was the first win of 2019 for the Sounders. As in preseason, uh, they lost against National. Didn't win a preseason game. They only tied against San Jose. Um, well, they should have won that game, but there were two two penalties right right before this game. But still, people are saying we have this core group. It's going to be a good start to the season. It's not going to be um, like. Uh, the previous season. So, were you surprised that this game was very different from what we'd seen in preseason? Uh, personally, no, because I don't follow preseason as closely. Um, we're we have tickets more for the live experience, uh, and then the the other stuff comes from getting to know the players. Um, <clears throat> and I kind of view the preseason as as a time for the coaches to try different combinations, try out new, uh, give players a chance to get some minutes uh, that aren't necessarily going to be part of the core group during the season to see what they can do and see how they work with, with each other. So um, I feel like 
the previous years, the uh, the coaching staffs definitely showed that they have the ability to put that together over the long haul. Even though we've had the slow starts, they've been able to do it to perform well at the end when it's when it's important. Um, so the Sounders like to sign midseason because they think it's easier to get players because the rest of the world isn't. Uh, has just ended their season. Uh, so the Sounders, in this preseason, they only picked up one defender, Jonathan Campbell, from the fire. They also signed two S2 players. Um, is there anywhere that you wish they could have signed someone or brought someone in? Uh, not that I can think of. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with the left back this year with uh, Nuhu and uh, Brad Smith. Yeah, we don't know how much he's gonna, how how long Brad Smith will stay if he's right. here for the whole season exactly. or if he'll get recalled. Uh, thing I'm wondering, uh, it seems like we have a little less depth this year um, off the bench. Uh, well, we have, we still have Torres, we got Chip, we got Bruin, um, we got Newhu, uh, but up top. Uh, you look at that 2014 season, that season we could bring in Kenny Cooper. We could bring in um, Chad Barrett. We uh, Nagel was in good form. Um, yeah. uh, so do you th- it, it seems like the Sounders tend to usually not look for uh, in-league trades, but do you think they should start doing that a little more? You know, I, I don't follow the, the trades and the, all the rules of, you know, salary caps and all of that super closely. Um, I do feel like the acquisitions that we've gotten midseason have always been positive with Ladero and, and uh, uh, Rui Diaz last year. Uh, I don't – Martinez wasn't uh, – or, sorry, Martins, Olufemi Martins wasn't a midseason, but he didn't start at the beginning of the year. I remember him coming in midseason, and he personally was always my favorite player to watch. Um, yeah, so fun. But, but I do, I do a think celebration. that celebration. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, nothing better than a backflip after after the numerous goals that he scored. Uh, uh, so we're gonna move on and reflect to, on this Cincinnati game. But final th- thoughts: If the Sounders rumor about Nicholas Ladero uh, actually signing um, uh, and bringing Luis Suarez to the Sounders, would you like that, or uh, you a Luis Suarez fan, or um? Could you deal without the the player who has a history of the, you know biting? biting? Uh, I I actually right before the biting incidents in the World Cup, I was a big Suarez fan. I had started watching a little bit of uh, EPL, and then that happened and was more negative. And I haven't heard as much recently, and haven't really followed him. So I'm I would say I'm somewhat neutral. Um, if if uh, from what I know of Ladero, I like him and his work ethic. So if Suarez is a good guy. I would probably trust his judgment as far as that goes. Um, I'm also skeptical of the rumors at this stage. I feel like Suarez is probably yeah. still still too much in the prime of his game to want to come. But if, if he was going to come, it's going to be um, uh, like the Zlatan Ibrahimovic signing because right. his value is still way higher than any MLS right. team could right. afford to pay. So um, if he's coming, he's coming for the fans and the media. Yeah. Uh, but he hasn't been performing uh, as well at Barcelona right now, so uh, uh, we'll, keep, we'll keep watching that.
So let's get into this uh, Cincinnati game. Before the game, uh, two things to uh, bring up. Uh, the uh, 2009 Sounders team uh, was back at the game. Uh, fun to see them. Also, uh, they acknowledged uh, Ziggy Schmidt. Uh, how, uh, any thoughts on that pregame of that game? Uh, it, it was good. It was great to see the, the original team. I personally wasn't able to, to go to the first uh, the first game. I, I was out of the country, I think, for a school trip or something like that. But uh, my wife ended up going and, and experienced that. And that uh, some of those early early years were really fun with Casey Keller. We were there at the game where he had the, was it four saves in 10 seconds yep. or something crazy like that. That was a lot of fun. Um, so lots of good memories. When those names were announced. Uh, yeah, lot, lots of uh, lots of fun. I lot of, some people who I completely forget about, like yeah. uh, Mike Facito. Yeah. I remember being a huge fan, especially um, I loved Nate Jaqua, but mostly because his name was just Nate. <laughs> uh, but uh, fun to think about them again. Uh, so into the Cincinnati game, we start out really strong. It was exactly like LAFC at the beginning. And then Cincinnati, not not a great attack, but then they get it down field and Baritone uh, hits a great strike. Uh, what do you think? What did you think about the opening minutes of this game? Uh, yeah, it, it was it was strong. We were controlling things. It was uh, you know it's, it seemed like they were playing more of a defensive game. The uh, we had three Cincinnati fans right behind us, so there was some good natured ribbing going going back and forth about that and. Uh, had to had to congratulate them on that goal. It was it was it wasn't necessarily one they set up, but that was a great strike. Uh, and it, it that is a great goal to yeah. start uh, your uh, your history in MLS. Yeah. Uh, so uh, talk about the, the uh, other ones. Um, Kelvin Neardam would uh, make the game one one, easiest goal he's ever going to score. Yeah. Um, uh, second goal, um, Jordan Morris. Uh, Claims it, um, and uh, but takes a huge deflection on the way in. Um, and if it doesn't hit, uh, take that deflection, Raul Roy Diaz, who was pretty quiet in this game, um, is going to finish it. Looking at this goal, own goal or Morris's goal, I can't tell. Uh, I, I, from the the angle from behind him, it's hard to tell if if it was a goal or was or if it was a cross, if it was a shot or a cross. I should say, like, yeah. it could have gone either way because, like you said, Rui Diaz was right there. So, yeah, uh, and, and Rui Diaz did have that that shot early on, also that went off the post right at the beginning. It's true, and you also, but uh, right at the, uh, um, just you look at the angle and you just. The ball has so much spin; it's yeah. really hard to tell which way it's curving. I don't know. I, I, I'm gonna. I think I would give it the goal because uh, if it's not going to go in, it's gonna just barely miss. Right. Uh, wide, but yeah. If I'm, if I'm making a decision, probably I'd probably fall. probably go with that as well, as well, given the benefit of the doubt. But that's uh, one of the situations where I'm glad that's not my job. Uh, Sounders really showing that they are good at the counterattack um, as uh, after a corner kick they get down the field. Victor Rodriguez finds uh, Morris uh, uh, who uh, hits it with his um, less preferred left foot. Yeah, great strike, great upper see. corner. 
that one, no one's going to take away and say that it's an own goal. Um, great to see how happy uh, they, they were. Big celebration yep. um, well, with the fans. Uh, and and the, really the, the team there uh, was good. Uh, what do you think of Jordan Morris also? Not just with goal scoring, but him his just work. I mean, uh, was getting back on defense how, how, uh, um, helping out there uh if he keeps up this form and, and this defense what do you think we can expect for the rest of the season uh i from what i saw in that first game i think it's it's really exciting because what we were missing a lot of times last year i think was some of that speed to be able to go over the top uh, against defense they could leave a big gap there we'll Bruin no, does not have yeah, that speed exactly so it's it's nice to have morris there but the weakness Morris had early on was, like you said, he didn't have the left foot, so he he had uh, he was more of a tendency to, to go right at the goal, which was great to have that threat. But he showed, uh, I heard in the preseason and and then in in this game also a, a little bit more maturity and an ability to recognize when to go after the goal and when to to hold up and wait for reinforcements. And I, so that's and, that's exciting. And I do remember in his first season, uh, there were times where it's where. Uh, He's in on goal, and it's like if he shoots with his left foot, it's a goal. But he takes it with the right. He's yeah. too far out. Yeah. Uh, he's too far to the side, and then he's blasting it into the stands. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, he's his normal position is definitely on the left because we have Victor Rodriguez, who more prefers the left. Um, uh, he's been moved on to the right. They did switch. Switch, of course, the first goal comes mm-hmm. after they had just switched. Right. Uh, but uh, his fit into the midfield, how do you think? How do you think that uh, looked? Uh, to be honest, I wasn't paying that close of attention to to that aspect of it. Um, so I didn't I didn't notice anything that stood out uh, personally. But Morris has always been a hard worker, and and from from what I've heard, has always been willing to to put the effort into where the coach needed him. Um, has been very selfless as far as that goes. Um, and that, that shows, I think, in his involvement outside the game as well with his charity work and things like that. He's he's definitely one uh, professional athlete I have a lot of respect for uh, all around, not just in his, his soccer skills. <laughs> so we went into halftime. seemed like the game could have been over since that 45 minutes seemed like it lasted forever as the score was uh, three... Uh, 3-1. Uh, not much in the second uh, half. The Sounders continued to attack. Cincinnati really after that first um, goal didn't do anything. The possession was uh, 60 uh, was uh, 64 to 36. Uh, Sounders just really dominating. 24 shots um, to Cincinnati's 7. Uh, only one yellow card in this game, and that was Fernando Adi, who really didn't do much um, at the at this. And I was expecting him to do, to, I said in my score prediction he was going to score one goal, of, and it was just going to be him being big, doing that. But really, uh, uh, didn't do much uh, in this game. And then Roy Diaz scores late. He was very quiet, but gets the goal at the end. What did you think about his play? Uh, in this game, uh, I, I agree. He was he was quiet as far as touches and, and shots, but uh, after after that initial shot that went off the post. But uh, one thing I think he does really well is is uh, 
finds the timing to make the runs and draws the defense and opens up opportunities that wouldn't be there otherwise. So even though he doesn't have the numbers on the touches, I think even even the Morris goal, he was he was making a run that I think opened that up a little bit and made the defenders pay attention to him, which creates other opportunities. Yeah, it's the same thing. Like uh, like a season after Ladero's first season and Ladero's second season, didn't really score many goals as mm-hmm. he did in first, um, and that's still true. That's sort of what Rodriguez do. People are worrying about them. That opens up the space for Victor Rodriguez and yeah. Morris. Um, and it's especially dangerous because I think Victor Rodriguez um, is going to have a really good season this year if he can stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's injury prone, so that's going to be um, tough. But if he can stay healthy the, uh, and Morris can stay ho- healthy, we basically have uh, what I'm going to say is like two Mike McGee's, which is what the LA Galaxy had when mm-hmm. they had Landon Donovan and Robbie Keane. Mm-hmm. Mike McGee was their third forward, and he came in late and scored a bunch of goals um, and was uh, very, very dangerous. So the Sounders, their next game is against Colorado. Colorado played the Timbers. They tied 3-3 in the coldest game in MOS history uh, in the snow. Uh, worst part is the green is the grass is like completely green at the beginning. Not the case at the end. Uh, the Colorado Rapids brought in um, MOS veterans Benny Philhopper and Kai Kamara. Uh, it's also Tim Howard's last season um, uh, playing professionally. Score prediction for this game. How do you think it's going to go? Do you think we're going to play the same lineup? Uh I would. I don't see any significant changes in the lineup. I think that that's that's probably going to be consistent uh, as far as a score prediction. Uh, no, no real clear idea, but I'm I'm going to say three one Sounders. Who who's going to score? Um, I'm not sure who will, but I'd like to see uh, Morris get another and Rui Diaz get one of those, and then. Uh, Somebody else who usually doesn't score. It's always nice to see him. Torres, yeah. Torres, maybe. Sure, Torres, Torres still hasn't scored you know, in we, regular season. Yeah, just they, that penalty. Yeah, yeah. The the midfield uh, launch from someone. It would always it's always exciting to see one of those go in. Uh, so uh, last for la- last episode, uh, I started off the season strong. Predicted the four one Morris with two goals. Uh, so for this game, I'm going to say 1-0 Sounders. Only Ladero is going to score. Uh, it's going to be a grind. Um, I, I feel like someone could get sent off in this game, um, especially when Be- when Benny Philhopper and Kai Kamara come in. They're two players who the some Sounders, intensity there. Yeah. The Sounders will be intense with. So, 1-0 for me. We'll see if I can keep my streak uh, of games uh, going. Uh, Before we wrap up here, two things that IFAB uh, recently changed about about the game. uh, Or I just want to hear your thoughts on. Uh, One is about substitutions. uh, Whereas, uh, now for substitutions, players don't have to uh, walk all the way to center field. They are supposed to... uh, just get off the field at the closest touchline that they are uh, near, uh, and they can be penalized if if they uh, 
are like walking really slow to the other side. Uh, the other one is forwards are not allowed to, uh, or the attacking team on a free kick are not allowed to be in the wall uh, on a, uh, a free kick. They have to be at least one yard away from the wall. What do you think of those two rule changes? I, I think they both sort of take two stupid plays to time-wasting and and selfish um, unsportsmanship plays out of soccer. So what do you think? Um, yeah, I, I definitely agree with the, the substitution one. The, the, the uh, delaying game tactics at the end is always frustrating to me and I think to most fans because it, it changes the experience. I understand why teams do it. Uh, similar to the faking injury type stuff with soccer, because it's a running clock, you kind of have yep. to do that. Um, but it is it is frustrating. Uh, as far as the wall one, I'm not familiar with that. I can't really speak to that because I uh, I wasn't aware of that. Uh, but if if it's going to create more excitement, uh, more scoring opportunities, I think that would be a positive thing for most fans. Well, it's mainly just is stopping the idea that you put one of your own players in the wall and they try and make a hole in the wall so then you could like hit it short or hit it on the ground um it's really hard to do so it doesn't really do much but i think um if if like the pushing is making people angry Mm -hmm. um and causing fights and then someone gets sent off because someone gets punched in the face um i think it's a good i don't think it's gonna affect that much i don't think either of these are going to be enforced very much um but uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, so, Sounders next game against Colorado. Uh, that game is at 7, Century Link Field. Uh, thanks for be- coming on the show. It's been a uh, joy to have you. Uh, it was a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thanks again to Mr. Wasink for coming on the show. It should be a, game, a great game against Colorado. Uh, another big week in Champions League. Two big games that re- really no one... Um, expected uh, Real Madrid going out, PSG dropping their lead. I think that's the bigger game. Um, uh, I'm a Tottenham Hotspur fan, so I uh, was loving it. We're focused on the Sounders. It's going to be another good season, so be there against Colorado, and remember to keep your scarves up.